This is State of Water. This is State of this Water. This is State of Water. This is State of Water. State of Water coming at you right now. State of Water, a podcast focusing on clean water issues and their relationship to policy, equity, community, and climate. Featuring captivating interviews with Michiganders from many walks of life, State of Water is the official podcast of the Clean Water Campaign for Michigan, a program of the nonprofit organization Title Track. Hey, this is Jenny from Title Track. If you resonate with what you're about to hear, put those feelings into action. Take the first step toward getting involved by going to titletrackmichigan.org slash contact to sign up for our mailing list. Welcome back, friends. Thanks for lending your ears. On this summer solstice 2023, we are happy to bring you a conversation with water protector Janan Cornstock, founder of the Water is Life Festival. In this conversation, Janan shares the inspiration and intention behind the Water is Life Festival to be a space of connection, of education, of inspiration, of creativity for kids, youth, elders to find a space of meaningful cultural exchange through music, through art, through conversation, through creativity. The Water is Life Festival is a celebration of the water and lifts up the many ways in which we all are connected with the water. Janan shares poignantly about her spiritual connection with the water and how that relationship guides all that she does. Before we dive into the conversation, I wanted to make sure folks knew about a couple exciting upcoming title track events. On July 15th and 16th, we'll be hosting a water protectors training camp that's open to the public pop-up style come either day from 12 to 2 p.m. at the Old Art Building in Leland. And on July 28th, we'll be hosting Title Track Family Day at the Circuit in Traverse City. We'll be having a water protectors training camp from 3 to 5 p.m. and a benefit concert and reception to follow from 5 to 8 p.m. And until then, please enjoy this conversation with Janan about the Water is Life Festival that will be happening this September 2nd on the Petoskey Riverfront. All right, Janan, thanks so much for taking time to talk with me today. It's great to see you. Yeah, you as well. I'm so uh, so glad that you asked me to like come and to share with you. It's been so great to collaborate with you and, you know, follow your leadership and and become closer friends through the Waters Life Festival as well as a bunch of other events that we've both been at over the years from, you know, Beaver Island to the most recent uh, Freshwater Future Virtual Hero Awards, where you were awarded. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be cool to start with the Waters Life Festival for our listeners to hear about it from you, the founder. Um, what is the Waters Life Festival? You know, what has it been and, and uh what will it be this year and where will it be this year? Those are some questions on my mind this morning. Well, you know, it's like 
Uh, Seth, first of all, I have to thank the creator because he's the one that put this um, mission, lifestyle, um, all those types of things that he's the one that, um, you know, he's the one that prompted me or asked me to do this. So I have to first and foremost, like, thank him. The Water is Life Festival is really a celebration of water. Um, and we talk about all the different ways that the water connects us and, you know, just raise a lot of awareness and education, bring people together so that they can have an experience and share um, with each other that experience. And then when they go back to their community, they talk about the things that they have experienced. So I always like it if people have some type of takeaway um, you know, whether it's, um, I think one year we handed out little blue strips of cloth for people to have and to tie in their backpack or whatever. Um, or we do door prizes, um, and all of our events are free. So we raise lots and lots of money to be able to host our bands. Um, and we do art in the park. So people are able to do, um, some art and connect that way, you know, through art and music, people just connect emotionally kind of like in a different way. And it lends to a lot of creativity in that part of our brain that we use when we do those things or when we engage that way with each other or like, you know, in a solitary um, uh, setting. So really the Waters Life Festival is to bring people together to have a shared experience to celebrate the water. Um, in the past, I have done, you know, I brought people from Flint and Detroit to talk about the Detroit water shutoffs, the Flint water crisis. Um, I did the Rights of Nature with Marky Miller one year, and she was one of our speakers and talked about that and um, what she was, uh, you know, raising awareness about down there and the impact on Lake Erie from uh, farmers and farmer runoff and things like that and just other things that have impacted that great lake down there um, so she was one of our speakers and so you know a lot of people they never heard of the rights of nature or so then when it comes across like their facebook feed or you know something or in the news they're like oh yeah i remember hearing or seeing that at the at the waters life festival so and um also, we did the Eagle and Condor Prophecy, which has to do with the North and South continents connecting, and there would be a time of healing. So I really wanted to connect with the people from South America and, you know, the Americas south of here um, and to hear what their water issues were. And they have very similar, you know, cultural or um, political um battles that we do, you know, with their governments or, you know, with land rights and water and all those things. So um, I wanted to make that connection. Um, and then we had love for water. So we tried to, when we have a theme, we try to incorporate that into what it is that we do each year. So, and then I've had people to come up and talk about what their water address is. So that is the, the body of water that is closest to you, closest to your home or the place that you call home. It's really 
important to do that, to be aware and to interact and notice and, you know, where, where water is around you. So I encourage people to do that. And then um, two years ago, we honored a youth group with an award. Um, they paddled the Great Lakes. They raised $30,000 to um, raise awareness about the Great Lakes. And so we brought them on stage and we did a honor song for them. And so it's really important right now to bring um, our youth into the fold to have them connect to the land and the water because I'm not going to be around here forever. And they're the, going to be the ones, our future stewards, our future people that are doing the work that you and I are doing. They're the ones that are going to um, take that up. So it's really important to do that. So we have really tried to emphasize and have a, create an area for them to experience the water or look at amoebas under microscopes and, you know, those types of things and just to raise their awareness. Um, and then we had the indigenous artists. They came and they set up big canvases and people could go up there and paint whatever. And, you know, they usually spend time in Northern Michigan around Labor Day weekend or a month before that. So we wanted to bring them in and they do phenomenal work. I mean, they they put their paintings behind the music on the stage. It was, I don't know, it was absolutely like beautiful. And that, at that part of was kind of like the eagle and the condor as well. So we just um, tried to bring all of that in. And, um, you know, everybody, everybody participate. Everybody as a community comes together and helps and to make this really uh a great celebration for everybody so that's the way i look at and you know i like can't do it without everybody it's just it's really important that water like connects us all and an example is this morning i just got off the phone with ace um marisagan who is out of grand rapids and they do dragon boat um races and they celebrate water so they're inviting us down there to uh, and we're going to do like kind of like a cultural exchange. So they have a monk and a shaman that talk about their, wa their, their water teachings. And I was like, wow, that is very cool. So they want us to bring our tribal Gmons down there. And I'm like, that is like very cool. So I said, you know, there's a reason that I'm to work with you. And somebody gave him my name and um, I said, yeah, I would like, and, the, and he's like calling me auntie and I'm like, <laughs> I feel old, I guess, but it's like in his culture, I think that they do that out of respect. So, but yeah, it's really um, nice to make that connection. And so then this is, you know, part of the work that the Waters Life Festival does. And so everybody that like serves on the committee, um, I believe in the spiritual realm, there's things that they receive or things that happen in their life or, you know, like a videographer, Dewan, he has made so many different connections after originally doing our um, online Water is Life Festival. He made a lot of connections with you and with other people. And that's also part of it, too. You know, you get to meet people and make those connections and then you go off and do other work with them around the land or the water or, 
you know, environmental justice. So that's all that's all part of it as well, is to make those human connections. And then you can go off in that community and do some work as well. So it's there's several people that have said that through the Waters Life Festival that they made those connections. So that to me is that's the water doing that. So mm-hmm. Waters Life Festival wasn't there, they wouldn't be making these connections. So that's it's all around us. It happens all the time. So that's what I believe in the spiritual realm. That's what happens for us. That water, it takes me places. You know, I get asked to go and be around like-minded people and share experiences. I just did a World Water Day down in Lansing and saw a lot of people I haven't seen. That was, oh my gosh, I, I had a great time. I mean, it's, it's doing things like that, that just, it, it just enriches my life. And I hope that when people do these things related to the water, that that happens as well. But but there's so many spiritual aspects to that water that um, it just it just sometimes it like blows my mind. You know, it's like how it, how powerful it is, how much healing properties it has. Um, and unfortunately, there are like so many threats to our water right now. I also participate on the um, Great Lakes PFAS Action Network and trying to work with them. We're going to go talk to some legislators in April or in May and go down there and try to get some, um, advocate for them to pass some decent um, PFAS legislation for our state. So we're kind of like working all that out. And um, Erica Bloom is really... um, guiding us and having us meet and all of those things. So that is, um, you know, we did have the PFAS Action Network, um, P- the PFAS panel last year. And Andrea Pierce, uh, the head of the Michigan Anishinaabek Caucus, she talked about her mom who had, um, who had just recently died. So I just, I, um, I know that, you know, every time she talks about that, it's very hard. But those are the stories that we need to hear, that we need to share, even though it is really hard. Um, But if I can pull on somebody's emotional, you know, string to get them to, you know, wake up or have more awareness or whatever, or to to bring them closer to um, what it is that I'm trying to do, then, um, you know, sometimes that's a way to, like, do it. But also through art and music is... um, Our music are universal, you know, and we try to make our music as eclectic as possible. So if you like jazz, we have some jazz. If you like, you know, um, folk music, we have some of that. So it kind of appeals to a wide um, range of people's musical taste. So and we're always looking for volunteers. Yes. (laughs) I'm doing a little shameless plug, Seth. (laughs) It's a great way to get plugged in with a really wonderful community of water protectors. Uh, one of the things about it that that I think it helps make it magical is just how sincere and real everybody is. And, and and I think that comes from your leadership. It's like you're you're very real and genuine. Your your motivation for doing this is pure of heart. It truly is for the water and to bring people together. It's heart-centered. And uh, and that really permeates through it all, and I think contributes to these powerful ripple effects where p- 
people are meeting in a sacred space and it's fun and it's accepting. And there's, there's always really fun stuff for kids too. I love that you put attention into that and you look around and there's art. There's like sometimes sculptures, puppets, visual art of all kinds, people getting creative and making things. You talk about cultural exchange and I've always felt that there too. You know, you have folks from different parts of the world, people from different tribes coming together, people from different parts of society who are approaching movement work in different ways. You know, you have policymakers, people who are running nonprofits, and it's um, it's helping to inform the crowd about all these different areas where they could get involved. And I think that that I notice that you probably do, too. There's so many people that genuinely care about the water and they hold a similar understanding that we need this to survive. And it's it's um, part of like the you know, it's, it's part of my identity. It's one of the most important things I can think of to protect, but they don't know how to get started and they feel overwhelmed. And so, you know, when I come to the Water is Life Festival, even as someone who's involved with movement work every day and every week of my life, I still meet new people and learn new things. And I hear about approaches that people are taking in their communities that tell me something about how I could be involved in my community, you know. And then you have this great laid back style where you're making things happen, but you're coming from a very real place and it's very relational in that way. Like, I feel like, you know, when I connect with you, you're being your true self and it's who you are and you really care about people. And, um, and that attracts a lot of cool people to the Waters Life Festival. And then at the heart of it all, I feel like is your, is your spiritual connection with water and cultural connection with water and i would just love to hear you talk more about that you know like um the spiritual properties of water itself and then like being a water protector as a spiritual practice you know seth what what uh what i was what i was taught and um josephine madame and bob was my mentor and i did a couple of water walks with her so you know, I like have to give, I have to give her props and, um, you know, the, she gave me the example of, um, to do things in a good way, to do things like in a humble manner. I had the pleasure of mm -hmm. at the stewardship network conference, um, typing up her bio and all of that. And so then I e emailed it back to her. And so then um, she said, yeah, everything looks good, except for I'm not an elder. And I was like, I had to really think about that. I was like, what is she talking about? It's like, she isn't, she is like the, to me, the epitome of an elder, just let her demeanor, the way that she is her, you know, the way that she is in life and these things that she does. And, but that is being an elder, not saying that you are or claiming that, or, you know, pushing your way to the front of the line because you're, like, older now and you deserve these, or whatever. She was very humble. Mm. And so um, I, I, <laughs> I tried to emulate that, and it's difficult sometimes because I am a human being. But I think that, to me, like, one of the spiritual properties or whatever is that water has a to me, it has a humble spirit too. It's always there. It's always doing what 
uh, the creator, how he gave it to us and how it, its relationship is with us. And it's just, it's, it's consistent and it doesn't really ask a lot of us and um, that it has all kinds of different spiritual properties and in every culture or even in Christianity, the creator used water for different significant events or things in the Bible. You know, when he washed the earth, he like flooded it and he used water that way. Um, you know, Jesus turned water into wine. Um, you know, one of the teachings that he had was when Jesus met that lady at the well. Well, here they are by, you know, the water is involved in that that teaching. Um, so there's and just I've just learned at different cultures how um you know, we need water to exist. Our body is over 80% water. And so then, um, you know, I just think of Dr. Omoto and all his teachings, like those words that he put on the glasses and how that the crystals looked different when there was positive words and words that were like harmful to us and to um, the water. So that what has the ability to recopy information. So I, that reminds me, to be mindful of how I am in my everyday life, how I am with you or other people, my relationships with everything in my environment. And I talked about this at the World Water Day that it's fine to be a water protector or a water warrior, but to me, um, at this stage of my life, it's a uh, it's a lifestyle. So how is it that you do you like you know take your trash out? Do you recycle? Are you kind with people? Are you, um, you know, do you go and push your cart back at Walmart? I mean, little things that um, is like a lifestyle. And it's like respect for uh, like how you are in life and all living things and your your uh, relationship with like everything. And so if you're that way in other areas of your life, you will be that way with the water as well. To me, it's become like a lifestyle. And I look at that water like that is my relative, you know, because without it, I can't exist. It's inside my body. It's um, in Native American culture. We use it in a lot of different ceremonies. And, you know, also what I was taught is like, I don't really need to pray over that water because the creator made it. He made it that way so that it would sustain us. That's like the only gift that he really gave to us to drink you know he's like here i'm gonna give you this thing and you know you will have it forever but you need to like really take care of it and cherish it and love it and nurture it um so i kind of like think about it that way and um yeah just like the the spirit i don't know if i can even like say some things are like hard to explain on a spiritual level but it just um it connects me like with everything and everyone and um there's been some things that have happened that i can't explain and there's i don't like i said sometimes it's like kind of hard to explain but i i understand it spiritually what the significance or what it is that happens um, 
And so there's things like that, that, uh, you know, and I really believe that the creator like put me here to do this work. And sometimes it's very thankless. Sometimes it's very hard. Sometimes it's hard, like pushing a, a rock up a hill, you know, with this PFAS issue, it's like, it makes me want to cry because basically we are screwed. It is here and it is here forever and it is everywhere. But like that um, little reading about the hummingbird, this is what I read on World Water Day. Excuse me. I get all emotional like talking about this. Janan, as you were telling, as you were speaking just now, um, <clears throat> some big thunderclaps happened and some lightning right outside my house. And uh, we got a big thunderstorm moving in here. It's starting to rain. Yeah, um, those are my relatives. My grandmother was thunderclan, so I went out and put tobacco today and thanked her for thank them for coming. And um, those are our helpers. So this was um, Seth. This from was from World Water Day, and this was on their um, website, the UN. And so it's a pretty picture of a um, hummingbird. Um, and this is the what I read. It says, "One day in the forest." A fire broke out. All the animals ran for their lives. They stood at the edge of the blaze, looking at the flames and terror and sadness. Uh, up above their heads, a hummingbird was flying back and forth to the fire over and over again. The bigger animals asked the hummingbird what she was doing. I am flying to the lake to get water to help put out the fire. The animals laughed at her and said, you can't put out this fire. The hummingbird replied, I'm doing what I can. Mm. And so when I heard that, I was like, that sometimes um, is how we feel like in um, in this uh, work that we're doing. But we have to like continually like to do it because it's very, very important. And like I said, that water is our relative. So, um Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the that's the way that I look at it. So that's all we can do is what we can and and if enough of us do what we can, we find this beloved community that eases our burden, you know, and we're working with you and meeting people through you and introducing people to you is all part of the way that we we nurture and take responsibility for community and also take responsibility for being water protectors. And um, I think it's, it's even more overwhelming to not do anything, right? Because then you're just sitting there feeling like, oh, nothing that I do will be significant. But like you, like in your story, you know, doing what you can, you start noticing, oh, there, there's someone else doing what they can. You know, and th those are our people, and those are the kinds of people that restore your faith in humanity, truly. Right. Yeah. And yeah. So I also wanted to mention that in um, 2018, when I got to work with Megan Hess and some of the people from her um, organization, that, um, you know, Enbridge Line 5 has like been a big issue, and a lot of people want to take like, um actions or whatever but um she's a very wise woman and so that what she said was you know what it's like um i you know it's 
good to take that approach, but at other times it's good to like try to um, connect with people like in a different way, in a softer way, not hit them over the head or, you know, you know, bump chest and get in their face and things like that. But, and so that has been the kind of um, way that we do things. So, and there's just, there's just, it's just a different, softer, um, like you said, more welcoming way. And people like to, are, are like attracted to that. So a lot of times, like when you're angry, they don't listen. We want people to join us and to help and to go in their communities and to be motivated to like do things. So how is it that we do that? Well, we found that by trying to connect with people through music and art and these other things that that's been effective, you know, and people have gone back and talked in their community and I've maintained relationships with other people across the state and Canada and other places um, around water and all of these um, water issues. So I was like, yeah, that, that works. I'm not going to go and, you know, be loud or, you know, go and try to, you know, uh, butt up against a system or, you know, that like take actions like that, that I, I still believe that there is a time and a place to do that because that is our right to be able to exercise, you know, when we don't um, like something and it's infringing on our lives, that, that we have that right to do that. And it's important to do that as well, but that that's not, the way the Water is Life Festival chooses to do things and to bring, um, you know, our message and our connection um, with people. If I do that, people might be repelled or they would be like, I don't want to go back to that, um, to that festival. So we truly kind of make it, you know, loving and connecting. And um, like I said, it's like, I want people to have an experience and if you remember, like, when you were a little kid, and for me, it was when I went to Lake Ripley, and I was like, oh, my God, the first thing I wanted to do was, like, get out of my bathing suit and run down to the dock and jump in the water. And I vividly can still feel the, the heat of the summer. I can hear the buzz of the, you know, the insects, um, and I can see that that water the the sunlight bouncing off the you know the surface and then as soon as I jumped in that water just the smell the feel the everything it's like that is um how I want for people to like have an experience like that that you know those are the things that I remember because it was an experience it was visual through my senses and all of those things. So that's what we try to um, touch on people when they come so that you will have have a good time and have a really positive experience when you come. So, and if you look at in your childhood, there's probably things that you remember. I was like, oh my gosh, this is the best time ever. And this is, you know, I mean, you can vividly see it, imagine it in your head. So, um yeah, so we want for people to like connect like that when their kids come uh, working with Michelle Chenard to see if we can get some youth to perform. You know, it's like, how cool is that? Like, you know, I was like in, you know, high school and I got to perform on stage at the Waters Life Festival and, 
you know, just make it to encourage, to encourage them, you know, to continue to play music and be creative and all those things. And at the same time, help us to celebrate water because they're going to be the ones that are going to be doing that after I walk on. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. And, you know, hearing you speak about your, the culture of being welcoming and, um, and how people are attracted to a a welcoming way. It reminded me of um, this water blessing ceremony that you did at a different event that we both were a part of where you, you had us all eat strawberries. You remember that? Uh, It depends on which one it was. I've done many. (laughs) I have, uh, I have used that and that, especially like right now, that is the fruit first, um, uh fruit that grows and it has significance because it, it it represents love and if you look at the strawberry it is shaped like a heart mm-hmm. and um so we pass those out there's like the strawberry moon and so culturally it has um some significance and it, it they taste good you know, there's wild strawberries that you can gather, and then there's strawberries that you buy at the, you know, at the grocery store or supermarket or whatever. But, um, yeah, we use those in ceremony as well. So that's uh, that's the significance of that. And it's shaped, it's shaped like a heart. That's so cool. Yeah. And we're supposed to eat the stems, the green. Yeah. Correct. A lot of people are like, they bite it off and they want it. I was like, no, that, that has um, medicine in it also. Awesome. Yeah. So this year is going to be a little bit different, right? The Waters Life Festival moving to a different site. Correct. But is it the same weekend, first weekend in September, first Saturday in September? Yeah, it'll be um, September 2nd. Petoskey Lakefront has a location. I'm working with, uh, you know, some extraordinary musicians, Charlie Millard, Samantha Cooper, Michelle Chenard, um, you know, and they are like all on board. And then working with Nat Spur from the Natawasippi tribe again, um, Lisa Kurtz-Tolliner, um, and then uh, Matthew Bork, who is a water protector, um, so I have a, a, a and then uh, Eva Oldman is our graphic artist again. And, you know, as things develop, uh, probably bring Dewan Jordan into the fold again. And, you know, probably Phil Hutchison as our photographer. And, um, you know, all those things like worked out well, you know, so we're just rinse and repeat if it works. <laughs> do, yeah. do it again. So and these are people that you know, I they kind of like understand the, uh, I don't know what it is we're doing, like our mission or, you know, whatever. And so then um, it was great to, oh, and my friend Jack Slacker as well, who has, you probably know him, he works with uh, Bliss Fest as well. So he's on board and kind of gives us, uh, he's a hands-on kind of construction worker. So he'll be giving us some you know, advice as far as like, uh, I don't know, stage layout or, you know, things like that. So, um, and I've been friends with him for a very long time. So, but yeah, I have an awesome crew that I get to work with again. And, uh, 
totally looking forward to this year. And the I know the mayor, John Murphy, um, sent me a really nice text message last year. And he went to the Waters Life Festival and saw how much that he enjoyed it and all the work that, you know, that he said that I did. And I'm like, uh, you have to understand that I have a lot of help. And it should be that way because it takes all of us to take care and protect and, you know, to advocate for the water. So, um, but, you know, and he did mention some things in there that, you know, my spirit is like in there. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy for that, but I clearly am directed by the creator to like do these things. And I ask him for help all the time to like, uh, give me good orderly direction or whatever to like do these things. And like I said, says sometimes it's hard, you know, sometimes it, it makes me very sad, you know, to hear these people that are affected by PFAS and, you know, that are having a baby and, you know, they don't want their baby to be at risk. And, you know, just like with the Detroit water shutoffs or the pandemic, it's like, how do you make a baby bottle with formula if, how how is that going to affect your uh, land value? You know, if you choose to sell your house, now you have PFAS in your well. And it's like, you know, I mean, there's just, it just makes me really sad. So I have to like, I have to pray. I have to connect with the creator all the time. And I'm like, oh, just give me some strength to like, just keep going. Because it's it can be really disheartening sometimes. But just like that little hummingbird. I have to keep going to the lake and keep bringing, you know, little droplets of water. That's what it takes, you know? So I just, I just am, uh, it, it, it's that, it's that important, you know, it's just, there's so many threats to our water, but, um, and I encourage everybody else to, uh, you know, if you ever want to know what to do, uh, just ask me. It's like there's so many things that we can do collectively or individually or, um, yeah, I was working at uh, a store in Petoskey and a guy came through my line and he could obviously tell that I was Native Indigenous. He's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry that, you know, about what happened. And, you know, I wish that we could, you know, I don't know if he wanted to change things or whatever. And, you know, what I told him, I said, you know, it's to me, it's a little too late for that. But then I said, you know what, you know what you can do is you can quit. And I couldn't use the word I wanted to use, but you could quit polluting my land and water. You know, that's that's what you can do. Like right now, today, if you want to make reparations, you <laughs> bend over backwards to protect this land and the water because this is my home. Yeah. And you've done severe damage to it, you know, in progress and capitalism and, you know, all of those things. So really, if you want to do something, this is what you can do is you can protect the land and the water. And that would make me feel that would make me feel extremely happy if you join us and, you know, try to protect the land and the water. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. I hear that. I feel that. Thank you so much for your time and your generosity of spirit. Always, Janan. Yeah. Well, I, I, um, 
I don't know. Our paths crossed many times, Seth. I always enjoy talking with you and working with you and um, all the work that you do. Um, you know, I, I, and, and, you know, the one is like taking you places as well, you know, spiritual implications in your life as well. And to me, that's what it's all about. And, you know, sharing that with everybody and all the connections that you have is, uh, you know, I, I listen, I'm watching <laughs> all the things that you do. And, uh, that is, it's, it's great. I love it. And I, I, um, I don't have much time for people that, um, you know, are kind of, uh, um, I don't know what you want to call it, like blocking us or whatever, you know, um, those big corporations and things like that. But I certainly, if I give an opportunity, give an opportunity, I will challenge them, but I'll try to do it like in a good way. And like I said, not hit them over the head with a hammer or whatever, but, and I'm doing that through, um, uh, next week I have a meeting with the EPA and the indigenous grandmas that we can set up. Um, I don't know if you saw that Ms. Magazine article, but there's a bunch of us from across Minnesota, Wisconsin, um, women that are, uh, we did meet with the army Corps of engineers already. And so now we're going to meet with the EPA regarding line five. So, um, and, uh, it's really, really, um, and all these ladies are just phenomenal. I'm like so blessed to be able to like be in the same virtual space with them. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing, you mm -hmm. know, that we to do that. And um, that is Anishinaabe Kwe on behalf of the water that we're talking to these um, governmental agencies. And there are some people that are, you know, it's not just the workers, it's, it's the actual kind of like, directors and everything so i was like wow i don't know how we can set that up but that's um and the fact that they listen to us you know that they're willing to meet with us i was like wow that's that's pretty powerful so a little nervous about that but it uh the creator will take care of all that so beautiful and so waters life festival 2023 september 2nd how can Correct. people, how can, if people want to volunteer or help spread the word, how can they get in touch? Um, we will have uh, our website up again. Um, we are in need of um, people to do registration and then we do door prizes. Um, and I'm sure Lindsay Walker, who does all of our recycling, that she may need some help at the Friday night feast. We always need help. Uh, was set up and, you know, people bringing things to eat. Um, yeah, there's lots of opportunities to help with the uh, art in the park area and the youth. Um, and I encourage, you know, them to do that and shift so they can go and enjoy the festival while they're not stuck at that station because that's not, that's not fun. You know, it's like they want to be able to go and socialize and enjoy the music and everything and walk around and so and then for you know the people on the committee to do self-care it's really important don't get so overwhelmed and you know volunteer for five things and then you know just uh um you know just do a lot of self-care it's really important in the work that we do to not get that tired and overwhelmed 
So, but yeah, we will have on our website the way that people can volunteer. We won't need a lot of help and ideas with the youth area. How can we engage the youth and with art or creating something or I don't know. I'm that's not my forte, so I depend on people that work with youth to do that. Um so yeah, I'll need I'll need help with that as well. Great. And if anybody has some suggestions on maybe something that we can bring in the fold, I'm up to that too. You know, it's like I said, I just I have this vision, but when other people bring those things in, it's like, boom, it like expands my vision exponentially. It's like, wow, I didn't think about that, but I just like have to take suggestions of other people. And, um, you know, that's, this is, this is, this is for the people. So if that's what you want and okay, let's think about that and see how we can make that happen. You know, this is how you want to celebrate water. Well, let's, let's think about, let's look at that. How can we do that? This is going to be how you connect or relate or how it can help other people that that's, that's great. I would like, I would love that. Absolutely. Beautiful. And I, I think there's a Facebook page too. um, Waters life festival. There's a couple of them, but the Michigan one has its own face. Correct. Yeah, exactly. And so people can find you. They could do a Google search for Waters Life Festival, Janan Cornstock, and it would pop up. Yeah. 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 Great. Well, thank you for all that you do and looking forward to continuing to connect and collaborate down the road. Thank you, Janan. Miigwet. Yeah. 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 I just wanted to like thank the creator again for having me to giving me the the courage and everything to like do this. I I would not, I don't know if I could do it like by myself and he puts the people in my path that I need to, to help me. So thanks a crater. Water is powered by the Clean Water Campaign for Michigan. This campaign represents an opportunity to help place clean water issues front and center by partnering with environmental organizations across the state, by educating voters, and by urging every candidate running for public office to make a strong stand on critical issues affecting Michigan's waters. Using storytelling and music events across the state to amplify the groundswell of public support for clean water issues. This campaign is driven by Michiganders from all walks of life who share a similar priority, protection of our water. Both State of Water and the Clean Water Campaign are programs of the Michigan-based nonprofit Title Track. Their mission, engaging creative practice to build resilient social ecological systems that support clean water, racial equity, and youth empowerment.